If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance. And I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Are you looking to sell or buy your home or looking for an investment property? Look no further. BlackWealthRenaissance.com offers a free realtor directory with realtors located across the country to help you meet your goals. Just go to BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. That's BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. Thank you for tuning into the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Our goal of this podcast is to normalize black wealth and share helpful resources and tips we believe will be helpful in attaining and maintaining generational wealth. Please feel free to rate, comment, and review our podcast. We would love to hear you guys' feedback. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome, everybody, to episode 11 of the Black Wolf Renaissance Podcast. What's good? Number 11, Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like just yesterday, we started this thing, <laughs> man. Things rolling. We're here today with our good friend, Mr. Byron Sellers of the Mobile Home Elite Investors. Uh, Byron doing some great work. Him and his his girl Sharnice, man. We told we had did a live with him a while back. Had to get him on the podcast. Yeah, about two weeks ago on the uh, Instagram, we ended up doing a live with him, and man, that was pretty good. Yeah, so some powerful stuff. Yeah, man. So we had to get him on the podcast. Let everybody else come in and see what it was about, man. Byron, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm hey, I'm feeling blessed, man. I, I, I'm I'm so excited, man. Thank y'all again for having me on. Uh, man, I wish Sharnice could make it. She may be able to jump on pretty soon. I'm hoping so, man. But again, man, for real, I I, I truly appreciate the platform that you guys built, and, and it's just a blessing to have me on here, man. Seriously. Thank you, man. Well, look, how about you introduce yourself to the crowd? Let the people know who you are, where you started, where you came from, where you at now, and what's your future plans? Where you going? Oh man, thank you, bro. No, I appreciate it. So, my name is Byron Sellers. I am one half of the Mobile Home Elite Investors. Um, to give you guys some background on myself, uh, man, I graduated college 2007. That kind of give you a back date on how old I am. <laughs> um, and so, man, I, I, went, I did the traditional thing, man. I was in corporate America for 10 years, bounced around a few places. 
um, and, and kind of do, to, not to say to my attitude, but I always kind of had that, man, I don't like people telling me what to do, you know, and I was always trying to figure it out. And, uh, you know, from, from there, man, um, I just kind of went on a quest. 2016 was my quest of like, yo, I got to figure this thing out because, you know, I got, I got the dreams to be rich, but I have no blueprint whatsoever. You know, I'm watching TV, I'm seeing everybody else succeed, but like, it's not that easy. And so, man, I went to a quest of just building as far as book reading, um, trying to go as many events as possible, and just really developing my mindset. My mindset was not there. Um, my mindset was chasing women, y'all. You know what I'm saying, fellas, how I go. I was tricking off, you know, <laughs> just being 100, you know what I mean? And um, man, I had to realize that that was slowing me down. I, I was a, always a visionary, but I just didn't have a, a, a place to go. So 2017, man, I made a good decision. I ended up leaving, I actually got fired. You know, I got fired from my job 20, March 3rd, 2017, and um, I made the decision to go into life coaching. I was curious about it, and I was like, you know what, I think this can help me out. And um, spent a year full of training for our life coaching, and that paid off tremendously. Um, I thought I wanted to be like a master coach, like a Tony Robbins, yeah. but that wasn't God's plan for me. Um, and so, man, from there, um, you know, fast forward, um, I had that year, man, I had two failing business. I started a digital marketing company. Tried, I was grinding. I was handling like hustling. You know, I didn't have no type of business savvy sense whatsoever. I was on Facebook Marketplace and trying to just put it wherever I could. My coaching, same thing. But I wasn't ready. Like, I couldn't coach people and be broke. You know, I was trying to tell people to live their life, their best possibility and, you know, and, and do everything the right way. But I wasn't even the right way. So it was just like, you know, when it when it came down to it, I said like to be, I was a fraud. You know, I was trying to build this business, but I wasn't who I was saying who I was. Living that business, so you could exactly, yeah, exactly. You know, I was just hustling for the money, like trying to coach people for money, and my mind really shifted, man. I ended up, uh, me and my queen, we ended up uh, um, pretty much we had dated on and off, and man, my lowest times, man, she was there by my side. My lowest times, um, I remember getting my car repo and I remember just reaching out to her and she told me like, you know what, I I'll help you out. And I was just like, no, you don't gotta do that. My pride wouldn't let me do it. Yes. She's like, no, I'll help you out. And she helped me get my car out. And from there, we, you know, we was already friends with Kevin Vibe and I was just like, yo, somebody willing to do this for me, man. Like that, that person really loved me for real. Like, let me get off this BS. Cause I had to look at the women I was talking to at the time. Like, let's be real right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, who in my corner? And man, you know, of course we got back good. And from there we became visionaries together. And we first we was looking at traditional real estate. We had to have money to play in that game. Man, that didn't work, you know what I'm saying? And we found a podcast. I was driving Lyft at the time. I used to always listen to podcasts, but that day I couldn't listen to the podcast I wanted to. I think I had a long airport ride. So I sent it to Sharnice like, yo, check this out. I think, I think it's a good one. She listened to it and it happened to be about mobile home investing. And she was so like, yo, like, yo, we gotta do this. We have to do this. It, it, it speaks to us. And I'm just like, all right, let's go. Dug in, got a mentor and everything like that. And literally, man, like we, we moved so fast. We listened to podcasts in January. We bought our first house in March. Um, before that, we were just on a quest of prospecting. We thought we was lazy, but we couldn't. We, we God kept us from the deals that we did. And within this last, tw within 2018, man, we've been, we was blessed to do uh, right around 15 deals in 2018. Um, That's amazing. That's oh, amazing. man. <laughs> Seriously, man. Um, and so, 
um, you know, fast forward, we November was like, yo, we got to teach this. Like we wanted to wait. We thought we had to do like hundred deals, all that kind of stuff. Was like, nah, man, we got to share this because we we would tell people they'd be like mobile homes, like yeah, and we'll start talking about the returns, and then they'll be like, okay, yeah, I want to learn more, and we started with some friends, um, some family members, and that's when we knew like, yo, this 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 is it, and so we began the educational piece, and the educational piece, you know, that kind of you know it had a nice little traction. Um, but from there, we didn't know the impact that we were going to end up having on people. And man, like talk, you know, fast forward to today, you're talking about, you know, joint ventures with, you know, growing with people out of state to buying mobile home parks and, you know, purchasing, you know, joint ventures in different states. And so, man, I mean, to kind of wrap all that up, man, it was nothing but God and, you know, just just being diligent and not giving up and just knowing that, hey, it is something else, you know, out there that's better. Um, and that will provide more value than what even I can think. And uh, man, so I'm here today to talk about it. Man, that was powerful, bro. Like, that's inspiring. <laughs> you touched on a couple things that like really stood out to me. And one thing that I noticed was like an overarching theme of all of it was that y'all weren't ever afraid to take action, regardless of whatever the situation was. Whether it was like, oh, I man, I just got fired from my job. I'm gonna be a life coach. I just went for it. You oh, didn't I mope heard the yeah. I'm going for it. You like, didn't mope around and get down on your luck and say, oh man, why am I always having this happen to me? Life sucks or whatever. No, you, you, you don't take those L's. You turn those L's into fuel and you do what you did and you take action and something gonna happen. Something gonna happen. Yes, man. I, I, and, I, and the thing about it, I had them scary moments, man, for real. Like, you know, but I had to really look at myself and just be like, yo, like, man, excuse my French, but stop being a bitch. <laughs> hey, that's one of my favorite phrases. I ain't gonna lie, that's me too. Like, if, if it's something, I'm like, man, why you... Don't, don't be, be no, no bitch. bitch. <laughs> hey, don't be no bitch. Hey, for real, man. I had to... And so my coaches are always telling me, like, man, you got to do something that scares you every day. And I'm just like, yo, like, it would be scary, but... And the worst thing, man, one of my friends, he know that the term, like, man, you, like, you ain't going to die, though. So you might as well do it, you know? And the worst had happened to me. Everything I feared happened to me when I left my job. I went broke. My car got repo. Man, credit got bad. Like, but I didn't die. So all my worst, all my fears that I thought was going to happen, happened. And I tell people, I used to pray for it. I used to tell God, like, God, just show me, show me the worst so I can know that this ain't nothing. I know you got a better plan. And he did. He gave it to me. And I and I will always keep a smile on my face. And I took some hits on my chin, but I would keep a smile on my face like, yo, this I know better days gonna come. I kept looking like better days gonna come, better days gonna come. And even now, today, you know, like I tell people, I'm not a millionaire now, but I know it's just day by day by day, man. And I learned how to keep the past in the past and stay focused on my present to build my future. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's it's kind of, it, it made me think of one thing uh, Andre had said last week when we talked with him. It's like, you said you're not a millionaire yet or anything like that, but you seeing that consistent growth. And that's really what this is about. I think when people, whenever we get into this space of stuff and like you, you guys start teaching things and everybody just assumes you have to be a millionaire or like you have to be just this most super successful person ever to do it. And that's not really the case. 
as long as you're doing it successfully and you're growing consistently, that's what's important. That's the major thing. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's not going to happen. Like You have those anomalies where people will get rich overnight, but a lot of times it's, like you said, consistent progression. You're going to get to that finish line. You're going to get to that checkpoint where you want to get. So I like how you did take that. You just kept on sticking at it. Like you said, you took some hits to the chin. We just took a hit to the chin oh. uh, past, over this past <laughs> week, but... We just we just figuring out ways to recover from it, man. Like you can't, like I said, you, you can't just mope on it. Yeah, you roll with them. Yes, nah, that's so, that's so so true, man. And that's the thing people don't realize that when you give up, a lot of times you are like you right there. Most people give up when they right when they about to taste it and they give up, right? And then what happens is the excuse of giving up becomes the story of what why they won't move, and the story holds them back versus. The reality of it is just do it again. That's very right. That makes me think about, uh, I've been listening to Think and Grow Rich lately. So it was one of the stories I was telling her about the gold, man. Like it's the first, like one of the first stories in that. The guy was three feet from gold, man, because they bought this well and on the, it was on the fault line and they had to dig deeper than what they originally expected, but they didn't, they quit, they gave up. And then he ended up selling it to this guy, like for little or nothing. And the guy, he would go talk to a specialist. He was like, hey, tell me about this mine. Let me know something. So he didn't just take it upon himself to say, okay, let me go see what's going on. No, he went to a specialist and he found out all you had to do was dig three feet more and he became a millionaire, just like that. So a lot of times your big break is right there. Don't, Don't give up. It might seem very hard, very tiring. Tired moments find me a delightful treat. That's what you gotta you gotta keep that in your mind. Oh man, that's that's gold right there. And the funny thing, it's a story about gold that is gold. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's so dope, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and just to kind of like to really add to that, man, it's a lot of times that it like it's like that instant gratification. We live in an instant gratification age. You know, I get we see it on social media and a lot of times people sell the lifestyle, which I get. I'm, I'm not knocking them for selling the lifestyle. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it's just like for for us, we look at it like we're not trying to sell a lifestyle. We're trying to sell the blueprint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's up to you how much you put into it versus, you know, what I'm saying like versus like, oh, yeah, we got this. I got this car. I got this. And now sign up and you could be like me because the average person I've been there where it's like an MLM or something like that. Like, oh, OK. I want that already, so I'm gonna sign up. And then when I don't get those results in two, three weeks, or a month or two, now I'm disappointed. And then Versus you're like, yo, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Versus like, yo, I got the blueprint now. I got, I can't blame anybody but myself. You know what I'm saying? I got everything in front of me now. It's up to me. And if I keep on duplicating this, I can get the results that I want. I can put the numbers that I want versus, you know what I'm saying, selling them the dream. I like that. I like how you touched on that too, though. Like. How a lot of people do sell it and they see that lavish lifestyle like and i like how y'all coming off with the blueprint we're going to give you this so we can help you get to this goal i don't want you to 
go off of what I have. I want you to set your own vision and then you take these steps and you can get there. That's really one of the major reasons I like what you guys are doing so much, honestly, because y'all y'all aren't those people who are pushing that. I, that's like my least favorite thing in the world. I mean, all my all the guys know it. Like I hate that those those people who are like flashing all the money and like, oh man, come do this with me. I'm gonna show you how to get to the bag. And it's like I hate that, and I love that y'all not doing that. Y'all showing people like, look, you can get these returns. Like it's all on paper. This is proven. These are actual real results. Like, come learn how to do this. I'm trying to help you. We've done it 15 times in 2018. So, <laughs> hey, obviously, gotta work. Yes, man. No, that's that's so real, man. Because again, like you said, I, I've been there, man. I've been caught up in the lifestyle. I've been caught up by the glitz and glamour. But here's the reality of it: the more, the more I'm meeting people that are multimillionaires, the more that I'm meeting people that. They don't flash nothing. They did some of the, some of one of my buddies, man, multi-million, the cheapest guy you gonna know. We go to lunch, bro. He telling me to pay. You know, and I'm just like, yo, I got you, bro. You dropping gems, man. I got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? But man, like I, that's what I'm learning. Like it's a, it's really a difference, you know. And I've been there. Yeah, I mean, come on now. I'm, you know, I said I've been in that one stunt phase. You know what I'm saying? Flashy. I want to look like I had the paper versus really having the paper. And it's like, and, it, and it's funny because like the more you secure the bag, the, the less you kind of want people to know you got secured the bag because you don't want people asking you for the bag. I was, just about to, I was just about to say that, man. I was about to say because the more money you have, you have more people depending on you trying to come ask for everything. Especially mm -hmm. in our community. I man. think like one of the biggest things in our community is, is specifically like just because of a lot of the different factors that play into it. But the biggest thing is we always want to show that we have it coming from yeah. a, lot, a lot of people come from that poverty mindset i can't tell you how many dudes is like i know you ain't got it but you dressed in gucci like that's right <laughs> it's been our last man i i my, hey, listen I, I used to be that too my mom used to tell me like yeah we ain't got money but at least we don't look like we got some money and i had to break that mold you know what i'm saying like now bro you catch me man i i'll go on fashion nova and catch a sale and buy me some hoodies and stuff like that because i don't my biggest thing now man is I don't care to flash somebody else's brand. You know what I'm saying? I don't care to wear somebody else on my chest. I don't know them. You know what I mean? I respect what they got, but at the same time, it's just like, what makes them different from me? Like, why I can't put Byron Sellers on my chest and wear, and wear my name proudly? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of what we're on too. Like, forget, I'd rather support friends and family and their clothing than saying going buy an $80 shirt, an $80 Nike shirt or an $80 Gucci shirt, polo shirt, or something like that. For what? It doesn't determine. Right. And that's that's the problem with a lot of it. Like, a lot of people find their worth in the things outside of them. And I kind of want to go back and touch on something that we didn't mention yet, but you had mentioned it on the live. That, that year you spent whenever you invested in yourself. Yes. You yes. said it was, what, 15000 I believe. Yeah, like just tell us about that year that you invested in yourself and what you feel coming from inside that made you take that step. No, for sure, man. So like I, had, I mentioned, um, man, I took a life coaching program. And the biggest thing for me when I got, when I first got there for observation, I saw the genuine, I saw people legit of all races and colors hugging and just like the joy um, I saw them just talking with intention. And I'm just like, yo, I need this in my life. Cause nobody in my circle 
has a bit of this, you know what I'm saying? And so the program was 12 grand. And at first I'm like, whoo, oh no, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, like, and my payments each month, and I think it was with interest. I probably paid more than that. My payments each month was like right at, uh, I was paying 11, like 11.5, like, you know what I'm saying? A month. And I'm just like, man, you know what? Skip it. I'm gonna figure this out. I, I'm going to figure this out. And so I went ahead and invested in that. And throughout the process, um, it was a, a program uh, called Landmark. Somebody had told me about, and it's a more of a, it's a personal development. And the funny thing about Landmark, some people to them is cultish, <laughs> because I get now they some strong salesmen, man. When you come, they gonna try to upsell you on every package that they get. <laughs> but at the same time, they still giving you some good value. You know what I'm saying? You get to learn internally about self. That alone, I think I went through two of them. That alone was uh, right at about right about 2,500, you know what I'm saying? And from there, I had a coach. I paid for coaching sessions. So my coach, I was paying, I was, I did my coaching sessions, I, I, could, I got to the point where I could afford it. They had got me down to about 125 a month. I did that for another four months. So I was steady. I knew I needed accountability. Um, I knew I needed someone in my ear, just like I hooped in college. I, need, I, need, I needed somebody to be on me to better my game, because I knew I was like this, this raw talent, but I didn't know how to put it together. And all that coaching, all of the, the, the personal development that I spent, that put me together to put me be, be ready for now. You know what I'm saying? Like all that, and don't get me wrong, like I remember when everything was said and done, I was just like, man, I'm 15 G, I'm in debt. I'm this, you know what I mean? Like, man, my mom was like, boy, you crazy, man. I told you, my mom, I was like, she's like, you brainwashed. I was like, yeah, they brainwashed me for the right thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I got my mind right. And man, it, it started just, you know, a few months, it really, things start paying off because my, I became fearless, man. Like that was, a bit, after that, I became fearless. Like my thing was like, if I ain't gonna die, I don't care, I'm doing it. Like what's the worst that can happen? Um, and also, man, just doing things with intention and really what, what it helped me was mastering my time. Mastering my time, you know what I'm saying? Like really utilizing, I'm, I'm normally up for 16 hours a day. So how can I maximize time? Because the more I maximize this time, the faster it's going to put me towards my dreams. The more it's in my head and I'm not taking action, the further it's going to be from my dream. So I had to really maximize that time. Yeah, man, that's, that's lit. Could you give like the, the listeners a couple pointers on mass, like how you managed your time and maximized it? Yes, man, for sure. So the first thing, man, I'm telling everybody, everybody who has an iPhone, who has a Samsung, whatever phone you have, you have calendars on your phone. There are so many apps that have a calendar on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Or, or uh, yeah, pretty much apps to be productive. Utilize though, that's the first and foremost. If you can look at your time, right? I tell people to start off doing three things a day that you know that you need to knock out. Three tasks a day that will help you either accomplish goals, dreams, whatever it is. Put those in your calendar and put at least 30 minutes to an hour. Normally, most things we have to do only takes 30 minutes. It's just in our mind that it takes a, a longer time. So you start that way. If you're more of a paper person, get you a planner, right? That's the first thing with maximizing time. Then you got to start looking at, okay, what, what are things in your life that you're doing right now that you can replace, right? You want to be able to replace. So you want to make a list. So what I started doing was I made the list of things that I was doing that do you utilize my time and I realized at one point with video games right it was uh, I told y'all before I was getting high and getting high that that would last my mind would be circling for two three hours 
right? Um, you know, watching TV, you know, even by watching Netflix. So I was start looking at them like, man, that's five or six hours that just downtime. You know what I mean? And so how can I replace that? So I start replacing that stuff with audiobooks, right? I start replacing it with being productive and, and learning something new. Um, you know, for me, like for myself, man, most of everything you guys see with uh, Mobile Home Elite Investors, except for the logo, shout out my guy Ken Lo, but I create all our graphic designs and everything like that. And that was something I had to teach myself. Um, and then just really mastering just, you know, no, I realized that people would call me like, yo, be what you own. Oh, I'm chilling. All right, cool. I'm about to come through. I had to fix that. Like, nah. Or no, I'm not going up and just go with you. Right? You got to plan that with me. So I can put that in my calendar. So now I know that's coming in advance. Because now, let's say I, let's say one of my homies, they got something to do. They don't care about their time. So they don't care about mine. So they driving around. They going to this, doing that, doing that. And they busting moves. And I'm just like, man, now I just wasted another day. So it's really feeling, find out first what are the things that you're wasting your time on or should you say not being productive and then come up with a list of things to be productive and start replacing them and you and here's the reality it's not going to happen all it, everything is a practice right it's a practice just like you know what i'm saying i'll tell y'all who like i can't come on the court just being Kyrie. like that takes practice so and that's the same thing with your life and your time it takes practice so start with three things i like that i'm actually um i'm on the same thing man my birthday is Monday, so after Monday, I told myself I'm going dark on uh, social media. I'm logging out of all of my social media just so I can uh, replace it with more learning, reading, audiobooks, and stuff like that. Uh, you actually inspired me whenever you was like, man, you listen to the same song 10 times. <laughs> I started listening to audiobooks, and I was like, man. Yeah, bro, you really, true shit. You, you really did. <laughs> like, in the gym this whole week, it been straight audiobooks. Podcast, like in the car, audiobook, podcast, like I really have heard these same songs over and over again. I like why and it's fun. I think that's a problem with a lot of people. It they don't wanna sacrifice what they think is just the fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's it's an investment. It's not really a sacrifice. Yeah. You're investing in knowledge, you're investing in in yourself really at the end of the day because you're gaining you're gaining resources that's going to help you in the future versus just singing the same damn song over and over again. And that's so true, guys. When I tell y'all, like, the funny thing about it, over time, it's going to be fun to y'all. Like, y'all going to be looking forward to the next podcast that you're listening to. You're going to be looking forward to downloading the next book. Like, my fun now, like, honestly, like, my fun is legit learning. Like, now, fellas, like, my, my, like, I already have my plan for mobile home lead investors. I'm not, y'all can't see the office, but we already got that blueprint up. So my next thing is acquisition, right? Now is buying previously existing businesses that's ran, not instead of starting from the ground up, buying previously existing businesses, coming in and being a great leader and seeing where they need, where they can actually use some help and then, you know, actually hiring a team to that. My buddy, my buddy, I told you he has a multimillionaire. That's what he does. He's done over 25, 25 acquisitions. He told me what acquisitions are is instead of you waiting at the back of the line at the club, you come into the front VIP and you come in and get in the bottle service straight up. You buy, I'm gonna give you guys an example. If I go buy, if I go buy a business that's doing 15, that's doing 15 million a year, right? Now mind you, he's doing this with no money down. Just like real estate, telling the game is crazy, y'all. Oh man, hold on, man. Buying businesses with no money down. <laughs> and you spend fifty million dollars a year. 
listen, so let's say a business doing 15 million, right? He comes in with no money down. Let's say he says, okay, cool. All I want is 1% of this business. He comes in to get $150,000 salary for being the CEO. Think about that. Think about that, y'all. Now, you probably just ask, how is he doing it with no money down? Investors, right? You got investors, you got people that, again, he, this is the this is the mindset, right? I guarantee you, after we put this podcast, it's gonna be some people right now that's listening like, yo, hey, I got 150,000. What's up, y'all? I, you get 10 people of them, right? And you gotta think about it, it's almost like real estate. You don't, a lot of businesses sell a financing. Why? People are, it's over 2 million businesses right now being sold in America, right now. 2 million. You know why? Because it's somebody that built something up that's been running a business 25, 30 plus years and they're ready to step away. Their kids don't want it, right? They don't, they don't trust the person, so they say, hey, I'll sell it. I'll sell the business, right? You, we hear about acquisitions and mergers, but it's a lot of small businesses that do the same thing, right? That we never heard of. Come in there, you, the biggest thing my buddy taught me and I'm, all my books I'm reading, you go get it to get a team of advisors. You get people that's much smarter than you. You don't gotta come in and be the mastermind. You come in and get a board of advisors, people who specialize in what your business needs. From there, you just be a great leader, be a tremendous leader, and you help that business keep growing. Hey. And you came in, no money down. <laughs> Watched it grow. And that goes all kind of back to the thing that we always talk about. It's like that collaboration. Everybody want to be the head honcho. Everybody want to be the chief. You got to be able to work together. Like that's that's where the true power is. You go like that, that saying, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's powerful right there too. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I love it, bro. That's all for me, man. I mean, my personal page, I tell people, man, I'm, I'm a go. I'm, I'm a knowledge go giver, man. What I get, I don't want to hold on to. I want to share and plant as many seeds to grow. You know what I mean? That's what I love. I love what y'all just told me, man. Like, man, you know, I took the thing about the audio books and I turned the radio off. That right there, bro. Like, that I, I love it, man, because I want to talk to you guys a month from now and just see like what that has done for you. And then two months from now, three months from now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I love, man. It's really just sharing things, sharing life hacks. That's what most of this stuff is, just life hacks. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we started this, honestly, so we can give people life hacks to financial literacy and just help live the community up. Um, we don't care if we reach one person or if we reach one million people. Like, as long as you help somebody, that's all it is. You got to, like you said, a go-giver. Um, I never read the book, but I heard it's an awesome book, The Go-Giver. Um, but it speaks a lot about that, my, that abundance mindset. And I can just see it glowing and radiating from you. So... That's yeah. I love that mindset. Um, don't don't be uh, selfish because I saw somebody tweet this the other day. There's like, um, I want a team around me, but I don't want that many people. I don't want it to get too big or whatever. I'm like, and I asked him. I was like, what makes you think that? I was like, you can go so much further with the right people. And then that's kind of like where they broke it down to me. There's like, I don't want just the wrong type of people around me. I was like, you are what you attract. You attract what you are. So might need to take a look on the inside and see what you have around you. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Yeah. Cause it made me think about uh one of the 
uh, Think and Grow Rich a Black Choice. That's one of my favorite books. I'm currently listening to it for like the third time. <laughs> like, I love that book so much. But it was a, a story. The guy, it was a guy sitting out, outside the town, an old guy. And some guy walked up. He was like, oh, I'm from this town. There's nothing but bad people there. Uh, I, I, what's this town like? He's like, oh, you don't want to live here. You're going to find the same type of people here. And then another guy walked up to him and said, well, what's this town like? Where I'm from, all the people are nice and it's great. Well, he said, come on, you'll love it here. Because at the end of the day, it's not about the people, it's about you. Like Jalen said, you you attract what you are. Whenever you seek negative, you find negative. Whenever you seek positive, you find positive. So you got to adjust your mindset if you really want to have that team and get into that abundance type of thinking that... I can find the right type of people. The right people are there. You just gotta be willing to look for them and work with them. That doesn't mean you have to stop talking to your certain group of friends or something like that. Like, they might be like, hey man, you're changing on us or something like that. But hey, you're changing for the better because I know we're young right now. I don't wanna be in the same spot I'm at 50 years from now. I don't want to be in the same spot I'm in a year from now. Yeah, like, like I want to go further than I am. And I can't be doing that with people who are just sitting doing the same thing. Like, it, it doesn't work that way. And um, O'Neal on... Episode po- 9. Yeah, episode 9. He was like, man, I was hanging out with people that's twice my age. But he went go find those people that he wanted to become like. And now, his first year doing real estate, the man purchased a million dollars worth of real estate. Love it. Love it, man. Love it, man. You you have to seek what you want to become. Man, you, you know what y'all made me think of when y'all was saying that, bro? It's, I'm thinking about the Golden State Warriors, right? You know, I get it. It could be NBA, the NBA's most hated team at times. I love what it. I love about what they built is if Steph not playing, they still a championship team. KD ain't playing, still a championship team. Boogie ain't playing, still a championship team. And that's what it's about. I would hate to leave and and, and, and everything collapse, Yeah. right? We need the team to be able to take their roles, right? Steve Kerr was out. Remember a few years ago, Steve Kerr was out. Yes. Coaches stepped up. The, everybody on that staff is built to win, to win championships. And I think that's the biggest thing, man. As long as you get around, like, but I love what y'all doing because y'all building a championship. Like, y'all building legit. Well, I feel like what I love what you guys are building, Black Wealth Renaissance. Championship, right? That's a renaissance. You guys are changing a culture. You guys are doing, you guys are having so much influence. What I love about it is still the genuineness in you, right? You're not looking at it. You're not putting all that weight on your shoulder. Y'all just coming to play. And y'all and y'all and y'all using y'all talents, right? And you continue to grow. And I feel like that's the formula for for that championship team. That's the formula for, like you said, how, how I love how you said oh his name O'Neal, right? Mm-hmm. O'Neal, how he went and got and sought people. He went and sought people that did what he wanted to do, and and enable him to step up his game and be able to do a million dollars in real estate, you know what I'm saying? And I know he's not done yet. I'm pretty sure next year, he's gonna talk about doing $5 million, you know what I'm saying? So man, I'm property every other week. Yeah, man. like, <laughs> if you follow him on Instagram, you're like, man, this dude here, like. What's, hey, what's his IG? I'm gonna follow him right now. Real, real estate, estate dot entrepreneur. entrepreneur. Real estate dot entrepreneur. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Boom, I just hit the follow button. That's, that's another guy putting people on game, just like y'all, man. Yeah. Love to see. Appreciate it, man. For real, that's that's what it's all about, man. Family, like I told y'all, man. It's all about family, man. I, I feel like when we switch the narrative and say, hey, yo, we 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 expanding our family. That's when the blessings start coming, man. Blessings start coming. Like God start putting the people that that will be in need, the people that can help us. Like that's when it's all it all start coming together, man. When we switch the family instead of looking at the, the dollar sign, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I think he put that post up the other day, or I think it was today. He said, "Chase." Was oh yeah. Cha- uh, oh, don't chase the money. Chase the plan, mm. and money. the money gonna follow. Yes. You gotta have that vision, man. That vision of of seeing it for more than just the money. Because chances are, if you're in it just for the money. It's going right out. If you're in it for the money, one half of the time you might not love it. It might not be your true passion because you just want the money, the money, the money. You're gonna get burnt out just chasing the money. You're gonna hate waking up going to do it. That's like some people saying, "Oh man, I just want this hundred fifty thousand dollar job." You gonna get that job and hate it, and then you can hate it. <laughs> hate it. Yeah. Hate it. Like, it's gotta be something that's you're passionate about, something that fuels you, and something that makes you happy to wake up. That's something you wanna go do every day. Every day, man, for real, man. Like, and that's the funny thing, like at times we have to tell me and Sean, have to tell each other, okay, let's try to let's try to have some time for us to not talk about the business, but then we'll still end up talking about it because we'll get a message in a DM from one of our students or somebody, and just like, oh man, look what they just did, man. You know, just like, it's it's engulfed now, you know? And I, I tell Chinese man, I'm infatuated with this. And it's not infatuated with the business, it's I'm infatuated with the, with the relationships that I'm building, man. Like that right there, man, you talking about like friend, like, like real, I'm gonna be real with you guys. You no know, shade to my old friends, but I can sit up there and have a conversation with y'all for hours, right? Uh, talking about meaning, meaningful stuff versus going with some of my older friends and hear them talk about rappers, hear them talk about the NBA, hear them talk about, and that's cool and all, but it's just like, yo, the people we talking about put all the work in to get to, so you can talk about them. Then people ain't worried about you. No. Exactly. <laughs> Why you talking about them? They working. <laughs> so make sure you still talk about them. Exactly. Do you have bad credit and minimum capital and want to get started in real estate? Hi, we're With the Mobile, mobile home, home and Lead, lead investors. investors. Our e solves all of those problems by giving you all the strategies and secrets to become a successful mobile home investor. Tune in at www.mobilehomeeliteinvestors.com. But, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that I do want to go back to this because we just talked about all this money stuff. But what does a mobile home deal look like? Because we actually kind of passed over that. I yeah. Don't so, know. yeah. Give us two deals. You remember how we kind of did on the live? I want to yeah. know the deal that gave you the most experience mm-hmm. and successful, like most lucrative deal and how for they sure. come about for you. For sure. So I'll say one of the deal that gave us the most experience was, um, um, yeah. No, no, you good, man. Okay. So the deal that gave us the most experience um, was a deal that we had got for $500. And we like, yo, 500 bucks. We went in there and it looked, it looked like we didn't have to do too much of anything too, right? We just knew we like got to paint it up, pipe some carpet in there, call it one. 
Well, that home ended up being, it still wasn't bad, like right, total rehab, we was into it, $3,200, but here's what I learned. For one, that was my first rehab doing a mobile home, so I had a handyman. My handyman lived in Indiana. I live in Chicago. He didn't have a car. I had to pick him up, take him, so I, I, had, to, I had to drive 45 minutes to get him, then go take, then go drive another two hours to our home. Mind you, he told me only could work on Sundays. Oh. <laughs> only work on Sundays. <laughs> so this project took us two, two, two months because he only could work on Sundays. Now, in the meantime, I could have, you know, again, I, I only really trusted him at the time because I didn't want to put too many people on this house. That was my first mobile home rehab. Um, he, I mean, he ended up doing a, a great job. But here's the beautiful thing about it. That So one thing about mobile home investing, I'm going to give the people, mobile homes, if it's on a mobile home park, just like HOA fees, they have to pay lot rent. That's what they're paying for, for their house being on that land. Luckily, we worked out a deal. We Our lot rent was free for six months. We called a love deal. So that gave me enough time and cushion so I, wouldn't, I didn't have to pay monthly costs. The thing about that what taught me so much, I got to solve firsthand of a mobile home, inside and outside mobile home. Because the work he did, we ended up finding mold on the floors, which was cool. We got to take that out. So I got to see up under the mobile home. I actually crawled up under that mobile home. I'm telling y'all, man, I got a funny story. Crawling up on a mobile home. The department just sent me off. He told me the gas switches under the mobile home, which it was not. I crawled up under the mobile home, had my flash. I looked up, I swear to God, I saw cockroaches that were spiders. I ain't never seen nothing like that a day in my life. Like, and you know, you again, man, I told y'all I'm fearless, right? I get up under that thing, I'm on my hands and knees, y'all, with a flashlight. First I see two of them, I'm like, oh, dang. Then I look up, I see about 50 of them. I'm like, oh, my Lord. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing, I'm with Sharni's pop. Sharni's dad came out and helped us, right? Because he started realizing it was taking slower. He like, keep going, keep going. I'm, the, I, I'm And I'm not trying to be a punk. Again, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm like, yo, all right, uh, all right, Mr. Williams, I'm, I'm coming, man. You know, I'm, I crawl up under that. I'm, I'm like, man, I got my, I put my hoodie on. I'm like, man, they gonna jump on me, man. They think, and literally, they about this big with, with, with eight legs. And I'm like, I ain't never seen it with hard backs. I ain't never seen nothing like that. The men in black uh, <laughs> cockroaches. Exactly. I'm like, what are these, bro? So, you know what I'm saying? That's just a funny story, you know what I'm saying, from there. But that taught me so much. It taught me the repairs. Like now, if I get any handy gas, you cannot tell me what it, like if you come in and give me a crazy number, I know, I already know. Cause I've, I've been through the whole process. Like literally I was in there doing the work. Um, that deal, man, again, we put, we bought for $500. We only put three, uh, 3,000 into it. We sold that house for $9,500. So that right there, it was, uh, I mean, it was, you know, again, we tripled our money. Um, you know, not to say it wasn't easy, but I learned a lot. Um, and my most sweet deal, I bought a house for three grand from an older lady. The lot rent was three seventy-two. Um, I ended up getting a free month of lot rent, and I ended up finding a buyer in a month. I put them on a rent-to-own program, right? So they get to own a home on the how we know how we get how we determine our monthly payments for a home um, for rent-to-own. We see what's the apartment rent in the area, and what is the apartment rent going for. Once we determine that, that's how we know our margins. Now we gotta split our margins with the park because the park needs their lot rent. So we came up with the number $800. So my monthly cash flow was $428. For the year, right, that cash flow is uh, 50, like 51, 
51.38, I think. So we got our initial investment back. We put them on a five-year term at the that $3,500 investment and in the end of five years is $25,000. So that's one of our sweetest deals. We have a few. That one I think is our best because again, like we we look at it like, man, like we just turned $3,200 into $25,000. You know what I'm saying? But our average, on the average, I'm getting it back about 250% return on investment. That $25,000 deal, that was 700% return on investment. That's ridiculous, bro. Like, that's crazy. And people, like, they, and it's crazy because people look down on mobile homes. Yeah. Like, they look at mobile homes as such a, like, a, they call it trailers and trailer trash and all this stuff, but it's a real market where people, it's a house. Like, it's really a house where people can stay. And I think the most beautiful thing about it was y'all created a homeowner in a sense. Like, yeah, they still may have lot rent, but that's still cheaper than living in an apartment. Exactly. That's the, and that's the thing about it, y'all. So, like, a lot of mobile home parks are under, like, compared to rent, rent are steady going up. A lot of mobile home parks in America aren't, again, if you own your own house and you only paying $350 a month, like, that's cheaper than somebody's taxes in some cities that they pay monthly on a mortgage. So, it, it, it really is, it's one of those, you know, like, it's one of those markets where it's the only non-subsidized affordable housing left in America. And man, honestly, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something that's real, just always, for me, the reason where I really, what, what made me pass my mobile homes, I looked, I'm in Chicago, I started seeing that everybody except, it was black people that were buying up our properties, but the bigger properties aren't owned by people that look like us, right? So I said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna switch that narrative. I'm gonna go back, I'm gonna go buy back their hood. Cause they don't think, they ain't, they don't, they overlooking their hood. So they ban my block, I'm gonna go buy their block. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, let's go tip for tat. You buy man up and cause you got more rule, right? It's more. If you think about see when, when y'all come outside y'all city, what is it? What it's rule. So let me go. Let me go play that game. Let me go buy some America and let's and let, let me empower my people to go do the same thing. So that way, when economic terms, we we got something to sit on. Yeah, I like that, bro. I like the way you switch. <laughs> And I, I know you said something about taxes. I remember you were telling us about taxes with mobile homes. Give, give us a little game on the tax advantages of owning a mobile home. Man, so I'm up here in Illinois, right? Illinois, we know my county, Cook County, has one of some of the highest taxes. For a mobile home, right, in, 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 in Cook County, you're looking at ta yearly taxes of $250. My home's outside of that. My yearly tax is only $67. My house, my taxes in Indiana on mobile homes is $37 for the year, $45 for the year. Cities don't like mobile homes because they don't get no value from them taxes, right? The park may pay the taxes for the land, but the park is getting that money from the lot rent. Yeah, so they yeah. paying that taxes off anyway. You see what I'm saying? So the tax game on it is like, yo, like I, if I go buy me a, I look at it like this. If I go buy me a mobile home park for $1.2 million, Let's say I got 60 homes on my mobile home park. Okay, and every, and let's say the average, the average that I'm paying, I'm looking at on taxes is $50, which the people gonna pay it anyway. So let's say $50 a year per my 60. I'm looking at $3,000 for my million dollar investment. If I go buy a $1.5 million 15 unit building in Chicago, 16 unit Chicago, my taxes are the roof. <laughs> and I'll, you know, probably 40 grand or something like that, man. 
Yeah, uh, one of my buddies, he was living in Chicago, telling me about like the taxes, the the property taxes, man. That's crazy what they got up property there. Property taxes, other places are insane. Yeah, yeah, you live in Louisiana, talking. our property taxes so damn cheap, it don't make sense. I ain't gonna sense. lie, yeah, like, <laughs> like you can have like a $500,000 house and you gonna pay about 1500 Yeah, like. 2500 Like. I need, I need a summer house in Louisiana, baby. <laughs> <laughs> our property taxes aren't bad whatsoever, man. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's it, you know, and the thing about the city of Chicago is we get taxed on everything, man, up here. Like, if I go to the store, I, it's seven cents per bag. I got to pay for bags. They actually, I might have to come out the grocery. If I ain't got enough money, I might have had the groceries in my hand, y'all. Wow. Yes, they had, they took it away. We had a, we got a liquor tax. You buy liquor, you get taxed on liquor. They had a soda and beverage tax. They, they removed that. Man, because people was complaining about that. But in a way, I thought it was kind of healthy. But, you know, they, they, they didn't like that. Um, man, we get taxed on everything, man. You got any way you want to go park on the streets, you got to pay to park. Man, it's, it's everything. Our city stickers, just to have a city sticker is like 150 bucks. Uh, man, it's just Illinois, we call it Crook County, man. <laughs> Crook County, yeah, you're yeah. right, because they robbing right. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, so uh, what's, what's the one book you can leave our listeners with to get them started or Something that you can inspire them with. Yeah, for sure. Well, well for one, I'm gonna tell. I, I got two books for you. The first book is the step by step guide to buy and sell a mobile home by the Mobile Home Elite Investors. Y'all yeah, be sure to check that out. <laughs> it's gonna be below. <laughs> Matter of fact, before you even get into the books, I want you to tell everybody what y'all got going because y'all got some great courses and some great resources available. So tell the tell the people about that, man. Yes, for sure. So Sharnice and I. We offer, uh, we have a digital e-course um, that's priced at $5.99, I'm sorry, $4.99, so $500. We say that's two pair two pair Air Jordans. For women, that's probably two bundles, two some bundles for y'all, which we teach you the entire game, um, literally start to finish, how to prospect homes, how to market your homes, how to sell your homes, everything you need to know for every state uh, for, you get to, for you to be started and duplicate the process to become a mobile home investor. We also have that ebook, step-by-step guide to buy and sell a mobile home. Some of you guys, states, you can buy and sell mobile homes. Some states, you, you cannot do it without a mobile home dealer's license. We have all of that information in our e-course. We also offer um, one-on-one coaching, and we right now we have two slots left for that. And uh, we also do consultation calls. So if you want to talk to us, you know, definitely, you know, hey, the time is valuable. You can ask us any question that you want to ask us as long as you pay for your time slot. You are good to go. We got you on anything mobile home investor. Okay. And where can they keep up with you at? Where can they find you guys at? So, man, we re- we very um, heavy on Instagram at mobile home elite investors. Okay. On Facebook, it's the same thing at mobile home elite investors. Website coming soon uh, www.mobilehomeeliteinvestors. If you go to it now, it's more so just a Shopify store, but the website is on the way. Um, so that's coming. That's going to have a lot of um, information. And also uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, MH Elite Investors. And that has, we have numerous videos on mobile home investing tips. We're going to have all that in the show notes. Yeah, man, we got to get We got to make sure everybody know how to find y'all, where they can find y'all at. Also, yeah. we are affiliates for the course. So we go, boom, throw that down there too. Man, yes. I love it, man. I do got a little segue though. It's a little segment. We skipped over it. We gotta go back to Timeline. it. Timeline. Timeline, man. We gotta do it. 
because I, I feel like we always get something out of people with that one. So, what was something like we? It's called what's on your timeline? What was something that you seen on social media that you feel like was either like impactful or something that you wanted to make a comment on recently? Or even if you posted something that was impactful, you can do that too. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. That's, that's pretty good, man. Let me. I, I, I love that y'all say that, man. Um, I'm about to open up my page right now because I, I love that question. And I'm gonna tell y'all, bro. I um. Oh, you know what? The last impactful thing. Um, I followed a page basically on numer uh, numerology and about how important numbers are. Now I've heard different sayings about how important numbers are and things like that, but I never really kind of dug into it and I found a page and it had my it had me say my name um it had me put my name my birthday and when I tell y'all it almost freaked me out it had me down to a t like it said it my name represented by the numbers in my name and my numbers my life numbers are seven eleven and five when I saw 7-Eleven, that freaked me out. Cause like, wow, we always know 7-Eleven is them two lucky numbers. And it was like, for, for my name and for my purpose and everything that I'm doing to be in line with 7-Eleven, that already was just like, whoa. You know what I mean? Like this mind blowing y'all, like how? And then the number five, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like, and I started looking at my numbers throughout my life. I worked for 11 years. Right, that was my, I worked for 11 years, right? Before I kind of get, and I'm just like, yo, like it was just like freaky, man, you know what I'm saying? And the meaning behind it, it told me again, it was like everything as far as like being a, vision, a visionary and, I, and it's called a numerology test. And I would encourage anybody, you know, I don't, I'm not a big, you know, like into like mythical things and all that, I, I'm, I'm not that person. But um, man, I, I would encourage everybody to really, look up the, the meaning of their names and numbers and what numbers they are in line because numbers numbers are almost like that that is numbers is like life numbers are what everything we do is in court time is numbers everything is numeric and the meaning behind that kind of just really opened up my eyes to be like yo i really need to start paying attention to numbers um so yeah man that's 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 something that for myself on social media um I'm trying to find the, the name of this. I'm going to shout out this page, bro. Um, Prology. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look into it. Yeah, I'm going to check that out, too. Yeah. I kind of like, know a little bit about numbers, though, being uh, the fraternity. So we kind of had no nope. with numbers. So, yeah. 
No, this ain't. I thought I, it's it's another page, man. I gotta find. If you look up his few like numbers type pages, man, I I, I gotta find my last one I just followed. Uh, but man, bro, like it it just it, it it was really mind blowing, bro. Like I was literally I was at the hospital with my father, and uh, you know I was kind of look I was listening to it, and it was just kind of freaking me out because it was telling me about me. I, you know what I'm saying? Like how? But it was all through numbers, and that's when I was like, yo, this. This, this has to be very, very impactful. The fact that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just type my name in and stuff and this thing's telling me everything about me. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like, that was like, whoa, like, yo, like this, this, okay, maybe let me, let me pay attention to numbers now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, I can't find a page, y'all, man. I, I wish I could find it. But yeah, that, that, I guess that was the most impactful on my timeline, man, that I end up, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but, you know, it end up uh, kind of just putting me in a in, in, in different mindset, man, for real. One thing I wanted to bring up that I had noticed is something that happened earlier in the week uh, with Amazon. Mm. Amazon's paying their employees $10,000 in three months salary to quit their job, but start working for Amazon as their own business. And like, I was, the reason I was talking about that, cause I think that was like a crazy power play from Amazon. Cause that's some real like finessing type stuff. Like, oh yeah, we gonna we gonna pay y'all all this, but now we cutting your benefits, we cutting all that, and it kind of just is something that I want to talk on because it's all going into that that thing we always talk about the economic tidal wave and how things are changing economically and the new opportunities that are being created. And I just I just think it's weird and kind of cool how it's going in seeing this stuff play out. Like companies like Amazon are pushing for one day shipping because people don't like going to the store so much that they want one day shipping. So they're telling their employees to quit so that you can start your own shipping company. Before I I, I got another book for y'all. I'm gonna give y'all my, before we go into that. Uh, but it's a book that is called The Inevitable: Understanding Understanding Twelve Techno uh, Twelve Technological Forces That Will Shape Our Future. I read this book back, actually I read this book in 2017, and everything is happening now. Automated cars, automated trucks, how job, how people, how humans are going to lose so many jobs. Because what Amazon, you gotta think about what Amazon is doing, like, like you said, I love he says kind of finesse move, is giving you the freedom to be an entrepreneur within the Amazon umbrella. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, what we're seeing is how, like you said, technology, we're seeing a shift in, it's a new shift of like a technological revolution, right? Because it's gonna be more trust. And I tell people, man, y- y'all better teach our kids coding because that's the new language. Coding is the language that, you know, the reason thing about we right now, the program we're using, this was coding, right? Yeah. Every Everything was coded. And if you don't really know that language, like the old fashioned jobs for me to drive a, a car, it's gonna be gone, right? For me to be a cashier, it's gonna be gone. Like all that human, face-to-face, like, like Amazon's gonna put so many department stores out of business because of, why, think about it, if I can just do it from my home, why right. do I gotta get my car and waste gas to go to the store when it could be delivered to my doorstep? And for us, we look at it because we come from a generation where we did all of that, you know, we, for us, we're gonna be like, man, they kind of messing up something. But for the next yeah. generation, they're, called, they're creating so much opportunity because that stuff is gonna need to be fixed. That stuff, it's gonna be stuff, it's still gonna need human interaction to keep that stuff going. So if you know, if you up on the tail end, right, if you invest in automation, 
If you invest in those things, then you're gonna be on the you're gonna be on the way versus trying to catch up and still trying to do, you know, I tell people like I mean no knock to it, but I know a lot of people still want to get into the trucking industry, but you need to look further ahead because the trucking industry is gonna be taking over pretty Next soon. Ten years. <laughs> Next ten years ain't gonna be nobody driving them trucks. Exactly. Exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. like I, I used to sell cars and um whenever I was going to the orientation and everything, the guy was telling us. He was like, man, at the beginning of 2020 or whatever, the, the way the car system is supposed to work, first, like right now, they're they're weaning it in. Like you have the um, automated, the autonomous braking, where your car can sense a car stopping in front of you, your car is gonna slowly stop. You have the lane keep assist, where you don't have to have your hands on the car, on the wheel. Some of these cars, they will literally stay in the lane for themselves. Then you, they, your car can park yourself now. You have the, uh, what is that? The smart cruise control where you can set your cruise control. Your car, you can get your car, you can set it to where it stops a foot away from the other car. And it works because I've tested it out being a car salesman. Like the stuff works. And yeah. so it's like, that's the first step. The second step is they're gonna do it to where they integrate, where the cars, they talk to each other. And um, the way I'm thinking it's gonna play out is with through the 5G network that is being created right now. The 5G network is gonna be small, it's gonna be smaller towers in closer range so it can communicate information quicker. So they're gonna do that with the cars too. They're gonna do it through stoplights and everything like that. So if a stop, if a light is at red, it's gonna transfer to your car. Hey, there's a red light coming up and it's gonna start slowing your car down. And then that car is going to be able to communicate with cars right next to each other. So it's going to say, hey, you got a car in front of you or you got a car in the back of you. And Tesla's actually about to start rolling out their automated cars. They already said, hey, the cars that we have out right now, they have that capability. They just don't have the software. right program, yeah, yeah the right software. software. Yeah. So they're actually about to start shoveling out cars with no steering wheels and stuff on. Honestly, me, I don't, I don't know about the no steering wheel. I still want to have like a little type of control with it, but it's crazy because it's going to reduce the amount of car accidents too. You're going to have less people dying in car accidents. You're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to move at certain speed, higher speeds. You're going to be able to move faster because you're not going to have to rely on human error. You have all this AI that's coming out. So what you said about that book is definitely true and it's definitely happening. Um, and the the reason that they're kind of weaning it in like that, because whenever they took a survey, people were like, would you like a self-driving car? They said no. <laughs> but if you start giving them those little value, like, hey, I don't have to keep my hand on the wheel. Or if you get tired, I know there's this one lady, she told me, she was like, uh, she bought a car from me. She's like, yeah, I used the uh, lane keep assist one time. I was drunk from home. She's like, it, made, it helped me get home. <laughs> For real. For real though, bro. Like, what's so dope? I met a cat, and he, uh, I met a cat, and he's he's an autom autonomous. And he told me like it's gonna be rolled out pretty soon. But he said, "These are the benefits." He told me. He said, "Listen, how many how many people? You got elderly people that are just stuck in a nursing home. They gotta wait on rides. They gotta wait on things like that. When they have an automated car, they can take them to where they need to go when they need to go back. Drunk driving, like you said, like 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 she was drunk and." 
like we catch Ubers, Lyft and Ubers are good, you know what I'm saying? But still, like it's human error. I, I'm not sure about y'all, but I've been in a ride with a Lyft driver and I'm sitting there bracing on like, yo, bro, slow down, slow down, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and so like, mo- it made me think about that most of the mistakes that are created in society, whether it's car accidents, shootings, whether it's whatever, it comes from human interaction, right? Humans, we do it, we cause the thing. And if we can get, if we can still get help, you know what I'm saying? That right there, man, that, that'd be huge, man. But I do like how you said, the things are gonna break down. So you need to be able to align yourself and get yourself and educate yourself to where, instead of saying, oh man, they about to take away my job or whatever, go create you a new job. Go be the person that's gonna work on the automated cars. Or go be the person that's gonna say, hey, if this stoplight's having a problem, I know how to recode it. Like you were saying about coding too. MySpace, man, when it was on MySpace, you could change the background and everything. That was simple coding. We didn't even realize that when we were younger. But that was simple coding. Yeah. So like, it's some crazy stuff that's that's about to happen. We actually done a podcast episode on it. It was like episode yeah, three yeah, or yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're talking about emerging markets that's breaking out. So it's crazy that you brought that back up again. Oh, man. I, I love it, man. Just keep being visionaries. Continue, you know, continue to think future. Oh, man, I, I wanted to get to one of the books, um, a book that you guys, um, that you, you know, that you, that you guys asked about. And one of it to me is a good book. It's called Start With Why, um, How Great Leaders um, and I hate when I, I try to get the whole name. It don't really, let me see. Okay, here you go. Okay, so how great leaders inspire everyone to take action. Uh, man, that, that's a dope book, man. Cause it's like, again, when you when you start with the why, um, it, it gives it a different perspective versus meeting with money and things like that. Like, why am I doing this, right? Some people want, a lot of people want to get in real estate. They want to get in real estate because of the money, right? They hear about this, the way for wealth. It's like, okay, change your narrative. Why do you want to get in real estate? What, why? Well, maybe I want to help some people get housing. Or maybe I want to help employ contractors, guys who need some, some work, right? Maybe if I'm a realist, I want to help sell somebody a new house. You know what I'm saying? Like, find your why and what you're doing with anything you're doing. Um, and that right there is, is so huge, man. I think a lot of times we got to shift our narrative. We, we look at the money. And yes, money, to me, money is a great tool. Money is the key that opens so many doors. That's what that's what money is, right? But money literally is a piece of paper <laughs> that I I hand you and you hand you know what I mean we exchange. And I I just really want to leave people with know your why and the first thing you gotta like start learning self. Like I spend yeah I spend money on myself for personal development, but when you start learning your purpose, when you learn what you're here on this earth to do and and learn and serve first. Right, we know as black people we don't like the word serve because we was we was serving 400 years, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately. But if you learn how to serve in a different way, that isn't servitude, or that that isn't slaving. If you learn how to serve people to bring value to people, that right there will help you out financially. That will help you out emotionally. That that will just strengthen your network. It will do so much for you that is beyond the blessings because God's gonna make sure that you're gonna be okay. But you're gonna be surprised at the people and the network and the connections that you build that's gonna play out in your life. That's some great notes to leave yeah, people on. Yeah, it is, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, guys, we're gonna wrap up episode 11 of the podcast. Byron, we appreciate you for coming on the podcast, dropping gems, dropping light, man. 
it's always a pleasure talking to you, my brother. Always. Man, we're going we're gonna to get you back in the future once you got more things popping up, see what else you got for us. Um, just keep being that that light of abundance and just helpful to people, man. We appreciate it, bro. Uh, shout out to all our listeners. We appreciate you guys for always listening to us. Man, last week we had a massive episode. We released the O'Neill episode, and well, we got like 700 plays this first week, so... We appreciate it. Uh, we actually had this one guy hit us up from Bermuda. Um, I forgot what his name was. Let me go find his Instagram I, I can't name, find man. His Instagram. I ain't gonna lie to you, but that was pretty cool. Like seeing people from all over, just showing love and supporting the message and supporting the people. So it's it's just great to see y'all all make sure to go down to the show notes, check out Byron and Sharnice, mobile home elite investors doing great work. If y'all want to learn how to get into mobile home investing, they're definitely the people to go to. That ebook is pure gold. Man, Byron, my brother, appreciate you always. Love, bro, bros, man. I got y'all for life, man. For real, man. Much gratitude to you guys. Much success to you guys. I love what you're doing. Keep keep leading the way. Appreciate it, bro. And this is Black Wealth Renaissance signing out. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski, the dingarona, the ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.